back with another podcast. It's been a while, but life has happened. Not to make an excuse for anything, but I, I always like doing these podcasts when I'm in the right frame of mind, when I spend time with the Lord and and I'm just I have clarity about what I want to talk about. I have clarity of revelation, I have clarity of direction, and I have clarity of purpose. It's important to me to make sure that whenever I come before God doing this podcast or whenever I make something public, that I have a the pure motive and I have a good reason and I have just a clear thought and a clear plan as far as what I'm trying to accomplish with this podcast. And so life has happened. It seemed like the whole month of February went by quick, but here we are. It's March and God is good. And I'm back with another episode. And this one I'm really excited about. I actually had an idea I share with my wife is that one of the things I want to start doing with this podcast, I think, is I'm going to start bringing on people uh, just to kind of like enlighten the conversations and, and bring another voice other than mine, although I haven't been doing this for too long. And I love this. This is my passion because I love teaching. I love talking about the Word of God, I'm trying to do things that outlive me. This is a great example of that. I've written books and now I'm doing this podcast. I have other things that the Lord has, has given me and my wife to do that I'm excited about that are coming down in the future. But one of the things I love is this podcast because I just get to share the gospel, share revelation that God has given me, and just talk about spiritual things. That's important to me because, you know, the Bible says, redeem the time for the days of evil. So we have a very limited window of opportunity and time to make a difference. And so one of the ways I can do that is by sharing my faith. And so this week I want to talk about this, something that's kind of current. It's not really current. It's been really happening for a few years in Christianity, but the fact that it's still continuing, it's something that I want to talk about and something I want to discuss. And what I want to talk about on this episode is why is there such a hunger? Maybe I should even say thirst. Why is there such a thirst for the prophetic word? You know, why such a thirst for the prophetic? What I mean by that is if you haven't paid attention or if you've kind of been outside of church circles or outside of Christianity, you know, maybe just go to online church or, you know, you might be a casual, you might be a passerby to where, you know, you you love the Lord, you acknowledge God, but maybe you're not deep in the church culture. But, you know, I've been deep in the church culture. I've been around church my whole life. I've been in church my whole life, although I currently don't attend a place physically. I do watch several churches at this point online. I just have to be careful because of the pandemic. I have asthma and other health conditions. So if I was a cap, you know, get coronavirus, it could probably not end so well for me. So I'm just trying to be wise and strategic. So I'm physically not going to buildings, but I am watching online. But as I'm getting back to my point, I've been around church for a long time. And one of the things I've noticed in the last few years is that people have this hunger and thirst for the prophetic word. So it's like our churches, like when we have churches that have programs that we invite a prophet. You know, I can go back to one example of this church I attended to. We used to go to in Austin. Um, actually, it was was well, it was a sub subdivision of Austin. I'm not going to you know, name the church or name the particular place, but there was a subdivision of Austin that I lived in, a, you know, a, a suburb, basically, of Austin. Anyway, this church, we had a pastor. And so we had a revival until we, he brought in a prophet, a prophetess to be in particular. And I noticed how the church was full when this prophetess came. It wasn't full when it was just a pastor in church normally, but he brought a prophetess in and the church was full. And, you know, these are things that I've seen at other churches to where, like, they're bringing a, a popular name, a prophetic person in particular. And it seems like churches are full, you know. I've been a part of churches to where even they would have a prophet speak and the prophet would even charge to get a, to give out a prophetic word. 
And these are just things that I've noticed that over the years. And, and my question is, why do we have such a hunger for the prophetic word? It's not that I'm highlighting prophets. It's not that I'm talking about prophets and negative. But I wonder why it seems like in our churches that people have such a hunger and a thirst for this prophetic word. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because I want to warn the people that just because they have prophet or prophetess in front of their name or behind their name or however they do it these days, doesn't mean that they were God approved. My scripture reference for this podcast comes in the book of First Thessalonians chapter 2. I'm studying the book of Thessalonians now. And the Apostle Paul is talking about how he knows that his ministry, he says, obvious to me that our ministry was fruitful. And he goes on to say, because I've actually been approved by God to preach the gospel. And that's important to me because Paul said that my I don't have any other motive other than to please God. I don't have a motive of trying to to use flattering words for my own benefit. I don't have an ulterior motive to try to get popularity or fame to try to build my own platform. My only motive is to please God. And that's why I want to talk about this prophetic hunger that I've seen in so many times, because a lot of times these people are hungry for the prophetic word and there's nothing wrong for that. I love revelation. I love the prophetic word myself, but I just want to warn you to be careful because a lot of people, a lot of these prophets that speak nowadays, they have ill motives and you need to be able to use the discernment of the Holy Ghost and see, are they sent by God or not? And that's why I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to spend time with God by yourself. I want to encourage you to spend time with God on your own to where you studying the Bible, you're praying and you're seeking to asking the Lord for direction and clarity for your own life, because I believe the prophetic word should be confirmation. But a lot of times we're using the prophetic word now for revelation, meaning that the revelation is the first time you've heard it. But I believe that sometimes when a prophet speaks, it ain't always should be about revelation. Sometimes it should be confirmation of things that God has already spoken to you. Amen. A lot of times, how would you going to know if it's confirmation or not when a prophet speaks, if you ain't never heard God tell you in the first place? And see, that's a lot of times we fall in the traps to where a prophet will release a word and people just run with that and run with that word. And sometimes it might lead people astray because it didn't come from God in the first place. And that's why I want to ask you to be careful about this thirst and hunger for the prophetic word. And this don't really just apply to prophets because, you know, you could be a false apostle. You could be a false evangelist, a false teacher. I mean, you could be false in a lot of senses. But I, I highlight prophetic because it seems like when we throw prophet out there or when people talk about the prophetic, it's just a deeper level of thirst that people have. And I just want people to be careful that there's nothing wrong with desiring the prophetic word. The Bible says desire the, the milk of the word like a baby. We ought to desire the word. But I'm just saying, make sure that when you desire the word or when you desire the prophetic in particular, make sure that the people that you are hearing from are approved by God. Make sure they sent by God, because if not, you could end your you could find yourself in a bad place. You could find yourself stepping out on a word, thinking that God is going to honor that word. And it doesn't because it didn't come from him. The Bible says God watches over his word to, to perform it. That means he's going to bring it to pass. But that's only his word that he's bound by, meaning that if a prophet gives a word and God didn't send it. He ain't authorized or he ain't bound by the book to perform it. Amen. And I'm trying to help you right now because there's a lot of people out there with ill motives. I actually went to a church and it was a prophet. It was a prophetess that was the pastor. Amen. And this lady of God, amen, she would often use her platform for her own benefit. 
That's why I'm not a member there anymore. Because when I saw how she moved and operated, I stopped going to that church because she was somebody who oftentimes used the platform for her own benefit. And so I got away from there quick once I started seeing how she operated. And then we have a lot of people like that in the church who throw that name around prophetess and prophet. They also use apostle a lot. They use any kind of name or title to make it seem like they're something. And I'm not saying they're not, but I'm saying the only thing that matters to me is if you God approved. Amen. Because God don't have to use somebody with a title to get a <laughs> hallelujah. He don't have to use somebody with a title to get a, his point across. Amen. He can use the weather. He ain't even got to use a human being. Okay. Amen. He could send an earthquake. He could send a hailstorm. He could send a storm. Amen. He could he could use a donkey as he did in the Old Testament. Okay. God don't even have to use people to get his point across. So I'm just trying to warn you that just because they have a title don't mean that they God approved. And that's why I'm asking the question, be careful. And why is there such a hunger for the prophetic? If you don't get anything out of this, understand the importance of studying the Bible for yourself. He says, study to show you thyself approved. See, I got to answer to God for myself. Amen. I can't stand them before God and say, well, you know, I live my life according to what so-and-so taught me or how so-and-so lived. I mimic them. I mean, that's good to mimic people in the faith who walk in wisdom and who've been walking with the Lord for a long time. It's good to mimic that. But I'm just saying I can't live my life based on their revelation. I got to study for myself. I got to know God for myself. And one of the reasons why I want to know God for myself and why I want to know that word of God for myself is that way when somebody speaks something that's counter to it, I know automatically to reject it. Because if it's not in line with God's word, I don't want nothing to do with it. You know, I've said this before. If you can't tell me the, the book, the chapter, or the verse that supports what you're saying, then I don't even want to hear it at all. Because if it's not in the scripture, that means it ain't God's word. And if it's not God's word, it don't mean anything because he didn't have to. He's not bound to perform a word or to make sure that the word comes to pass that he didn't authorize or he didn't already say. So I just want to encourage y'all to be careful. Beware of the prophetic. Beware of false prophets. Beware of false apostles and false teachers and, and people who have an ill motive. And it's important because we're in the last day and time. And the Bible goes on to say in the New Testament, there, there'd become a time when even the very elect would be deceived. Amen. Even some of the chosen ones, some of the popular ones would be fooled. But for those of us who were Standing firm on the word of God, who God has given a clear revelation of who he is and, and what his plan is for our lives. We should stand firm on the word of God. And that's what I'm challenging you to do, encouraging you to do. Stand firm on the word of God. Don't be moved by new doctrine or, or personalities or, or things, people with platforms. You stick with the word of God and, and trust God with your life and watch God be good to you. <laughs> Amen. I'm a living testimony about how good God is. All because I trust him and I stay faithful to him. I never moved nor waver. I never put my faith in anything or anyone else. It's always been God. And because of that, God has honored my faith by being good to me and my family and my loved ones and all those around me. Because all around me, I see people that are blessed because we all love God and we all trust God. And I'm trying to encourage you that you can have that same life just by being faithful to him. Don't be moved by, like I say, new doctrine or new personalities or popular people. But you stick with the word of God 
And I'm going to end. I'm not going to hold this one long because I'm just not getting back. But I'm excited. But did want to ask a question. Why this hunger for the prophetic? So be careful.